Good morning, good morning, St. Paul. This is Wesley Wright, your unboozy foodie. I know it's not the best Saturday, <laughs> but thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, I am here every Saturday at 10 a.m. talking and bringing you everything about food. And, you know, yes, it's a passion. Yes, it's something I love. I do enjoy cooking. I do enjoy... I I don't go out to restaurants very, very, very often. But when I do, I want to share them with with you all. So, again, thank you so much for tuning in this morning. If you're having your cup of coffee or, hey, just relaxing for a little bit before you really start your day. Thank you for starting it with WEQI and myself, the Ambuji Foodie. Very interesting... um, subjects uh, that I'm going to be bringing to you or talking to you about. Um, one of them first is, <laughs> you know, it, it's going to always be about food. You know that. But more importantly, uh, we're, we're coming around to the time of being outdoors, eating food, whether it be grilling, whatnot, whatever. <laughs> if you're going out with friends, uh, having a, a, you know a party at park grilling yeah so the secret word here or the code word here is grilling (laughs) definitely grilling so i bring that up because last week as you know i talked about it very briefly uh about an event that i was actually going to and i i won't talk about it too extra but i just want you all to know that if you've never had the opportunity to one go to chs field um, even if it just catch a game or something like that, yeah, yeah, you should. You really, really should. It's it's a lot of fun. It's in a wonderful space. Um, but the event that was there was Grill Fest, and you know, as you know, CHS Field is located in downtown St. Paul. But that Grill Fest, it was amazing because. Not only did it offer all the different types of foods uh, in association to grilling. I mean, there were burgers, there were ribs, uh, steak. I mean, there were there were so many. And I told you last week all the different variety of vendors that were actually going to be there. I, I definitely made it a point to go to all the places that I mentioned to you specifically to Pimento Jamaican Kitchen. Man, you guys and that jerk chicken. Uh, and then Minnesota uh, Beef Council, those steaks on point. I mean, just there were so many different vendors and that you really did not have an opportunity to get to each and every one. But you were, of course, uh, you had that the chance to speak to the different taste buds that you're, you know, that the foods were offering. So, yeah, I, I really suggest next year, if you ever have the opportunity, definitely get down to. Uh, you know, the Grill Fest. Um, hopefully they're going to again have it at CHS Field and it will be perfect uh, for you to, you know, just enjoy the time and enjoy the, the food that's that's being grilled. It, it really was a great experience. I mean, you really are going to walk away. With, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. 
having the meat sweats. <laughs> there were burgers and wings and just so much amazing food um, that was out there. So all of those vendors, yeah, you guys did a wonderful job. And again, like I said, I didn't get a chance to go to each and every one, but the ones that I did, um, I was excited about and excited to go to uh, to begin with because I did, again, a bit of research behind the scenes. Um, and, you know, in the past, I know that they were at other events that I've talked about, such as food and wine. Um, but man, they definitely did not disappoint. I, I want to, and again, I'm just really showing my appreciation to um, another one of the vendors no name stakes I don't get the name twisted please because no name stakes is a bomb brand I mean it, there's there is not enough words that I could <laughs> express uh, or tell you uh, about the steaks and the other products that they offer you know again being at other events uh, and tasting uh, a number of other products that they uh, produce man it's it was some, yeah it was some good stuff make you want to just kind of like sit down and not have to worry about uh, the rest of your day after having the type of food that you had at the grill fest um, yes man I, <laughs> I'm trying to think of which other one that I want to mention, but I mentioned I wasn't going to just harp on, you know, being at Grill Fest since I talked about it last week so much. But again, um, they had specials. They were doing demonstrations. Uh, they even had one specific area at the end of the concourse of the stadium where basically it just said, Oh, what did it say? I think it said pig out. <laughs> but anything ribs, I'll just say pork related, was at that end. And man, it was it was a it was a madhouse, but in a good way because people were trying to get to all the different vendors and um, take tasting brats and you know different cuts of steak uh, and small pieces that they uh, were offering as samplings. So, again, enough about Grill Fest. It was a it was a great uh, event. And next year, hopefully, if you've not gone this year, you will catch it for next year. Oh my goodness! Um, as you know, I can you can find the Unbuji Foodie as well as you know some of the photos that I took for well at, <laughs> at while I was at Grill Fest suffering from meat sweats um <laughs> on my facebook page and then of course you know that is one of my social medias where you could find out more information about uh events that i've gone to or am going to uh topics on different restaurants that are uh up and coming or in the going to be in the neighborhood or the ones that are in the neighborhood um, definitely look for that on Facebook as well as, um, you know, check out my Instagram and Twitter. Instagram being the underscore Unbuji Foodie and then Twitter being at Unbuji Foodie. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, certainly feel free to, uh, you know, leave a message uh, or if you'd like, even send an email to the Unbuji Foodie at gmail.com, you know, for any 
suggestions or again comments um how you feel if there's some type of content that you'd like uh to be discussed within an upcoming show i'm very open again this is a show for you as well i'm bringing you information about food in the community and what is available and where you could go and enjoy a really great meal uh if you're interested in also uh talking to me on the air feel free to give me a call here at the radio station which is 651-200-3479 again that number is 651-200-3479 you know where you know i'm always willing to take your phone call and so forth (laughs) that's what we do here you know we're here for the community (laughs) so okay on to other exciting and interesting topics. Um, did you know that there's a food truck lane in Minneapolis, specifically in North Minneapolis? Okay, yes, there is the one that's in downtown. But you know, if you if you don't really work in downtown, you're working outside of the city. You're like, dang, food trucks don't even really come out to where I am or anything. Well, North Minneapolis, yeah, y'all are fortunate. Because, man, I so want one to be over here on the east side of St. Paul. Again, I think there should be a revolution (laughs) where and I'm talking about really on specifically on the east side. There should just be a designated area where food trucks could just kind of park. I don't know if it's I'm not suggesting anywhere, but I know I have. (laughs) It's funny. I went to my dentist not too long ago earlier this week. So shout out to Park Dental. There, there was a, a tech, dental technician um, that, you know, mentioned or something about food trucks on on White Bear. And again, I'm just saying what we were talking about. And she was interested in what I was doing, so I told her. <laughs> and so, yeah, I wanted to just give a shout out to her because she said she was going to listen. Thank you. <laughs> it, it's been a few days, so I maybe under the the Novocaine that I had. I've forgotten her name, but yeah, Park Dental, they know who you are. <laughs> anyway, back to the food truck lane. Uh, yeah, I would like to have, I would hope that there would be one created somehow in St. Paul. I know the, even the one in, d- in downtown St. Paul, I mean, there's a few, but again, you have to be working in that area. Why not have something, you know, in a, area too where many other you'll get more foot traffic you'll get more community uh individuals out at your food truck i'm just throwing that out there as a suggestion i'm just saying but more about the food truck lane uh that's open in north minneapolis so what they're trying to do is uh they want to try to bring a dine different dining options to north minneapolis now North Minneapolis, they do have a number of different uh, restaurants or food places um, that you can actually go to and enjoy a great meal. But, you know, why not bring it even more into the neighborhood and make it available for those that just kind of want to maybe even walk or drive a little bit, park and enjoy themselves. So you're probably wondering, okay, where is this? Well, it's uh, on West Broadway. And and it, I, if I'm going to give these directions, sort of, uh, 
it's part of a campaign. It's called Eat on the Avenue campaign. And again, it's on West Broadway. Food trucks are going to line up from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And they started, I believe, they've actually started as of what date was that? Was that the 11th? Gosh, it was the I think it was the 11th. Anyway, one specific food truck um, that was out there, they had gotten such a great turnout that, you know, even though, again, that time was from 11 to 2 p.m., 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., they were out of one of their popular items or dishes that they provide um, by noontime. Um, but that's that speaks a lot. That speaks, you know, volumes because one people really are recognizing that this is a good it's a good food truck and by the way the name of that food truck is soul to go yeah soul food real soul food so uh, apparently they have collard greens barbecue chicken cornbread and many other different um items uh that hey are available and apparently their soul bowl is what i was referring to earlier that they ran out at at noontime uh, but again, they are it's going to happen every Thursday up until September 28th. There will be other food trucks, um, a very neighborhood and popular uh, organization. Appetite for Change is actually teaming up as well. And, you know, realizing that there's not a lot of options uh, for the restaurants and so forth in that area, they wanted to be involved with that uh, Eat on the Avenue initiative. Um, so here they're having an opportunity to uh, get out there uh, and provide a, a specific place for the food trucks could to you know set up shop if you would, and then continue to you know do business, offer different different foods uh, to the community. There's another one that they mentioned. I believe it was Harold's Chicken. And I, wow, um, hmm, I've not been to have Harold's Chicken before. I'm assuming that it is a food truck. I think I need to do a food truck kind of like go to, because, you know, there is on Twitter a way for you to find out the different food trucks that are available on a specific day. Um, it's hard on a Saturday because most of the time, you know, food trucks are available Monday through Friday. And when you have other responsibilities, let's say, <laughs> um, you don't get out there as, you know, at the opportune time when they are available. But I am looking forward to uh, hopefully meeting some of these or going to some of these food trucks as I'm hoping you are as well as I'm bringing the information to you where they're going to be and just some names and I'm quite sure that you're familiar with being on the interweb <laughs> and finding out more information about some some of these places and where they're going to be um, but Harold's Chicken is one the soul to go another uh, was uh, I think it was what soul tata so Gosh, the things that they're describing there is blackened catfish, corn tortillas, uh, and then guacamole. Up, uh, yeah, there are. We could talk about food trucks. I mean, to seriously have just a segment on food trucks just by itself, and 
all the different types that are available. Hello, uh, we are going to, you know, we've talked in the past about food truck rally. Uh, you know, there's no way t- to get around it uh, with such a wide variety of different tastes and I don't know, you could, it's almost like you're traveling around the world because all the different types of food trucks, or you could even tell neighborhoods, but I say around the world because, you know, some place, there are places that have like, uh, West Indies soul food. Um, I mean, that's Jamaican or Trinidad type of food. Uh, you know, there's what soul to go. There are, there's, uh, del sur, uh, empanadas, uh, Gosh, I, so many to name. And again, just off the top of my head, I was naming those. But again, we've talked about the different food trucks that are in the cities, ones that are up and coming. El Hiberito, that's a Cuban one. Uh, they're just coming to me right now. <laughs> so if, if you have any ideas, yeah, definitely let me know of any new ones, which, you know, I'm always constantly on the lookout for new uh, food trucks. So, hey. Again, this is a show for you, for the community, and I am just adding a voice and giving you the opportunity to find out even more. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, full truck lane. They need to find something here in west on the east side of St. Paul so that we can have something like that. And I know taco trucks egg roll trucks elotes yeah corn uh sweet corn yeah we we need to have more of those and set aside a specific area for folks to go to and congregate that's you know we forget about what the word community means okay not that we forget but together commune and unity some Folks coming together, communicating, communing. <laughs> uh, but to get, again, the word it the bringing people together. And what have I always said? Food always brings people together. I mean, I, I could honestly say that when folks smell good food or just smell food, that they feel ugh, that aroma is delicious. Just the aroma itself. That gosh they are willing to talk to their neighbor and hey what are you guys making hey what are you cooking that smells good you know it's almost like people forget about their differences or they they drop their walls for a little bit when people are all sitting together and having some type of meal or food is being served and you know i like that i really do trying to just when i've never well aside from i'm quite sure i think i think there's going to probably be an event that weqi is going to be throwing i know that they are <laughs> and i'm looking forward to that and i believe that is seventh street live so I, I i'm really looking forward to the different food trucks that are going to be there it's going to be uh for me, it's going to be an exciting time because I know that by that time, it will be probably a year that I have been on 
the air as the unbuji foodie and meeting different people meeting different going out to different restaurants and finding out uh different tastes what people's palates like and then they'll probably know me and see me <laughs> that'll be fun it will be actually a lot of fun because last year i mean that was my first year and it was a brief time that what i had been on the air as the unbougie foodie but still it was it was almost like a family thing where it embraced and enjoyed the content and people were talking about the content and the different types of food subjects and so forth so i want to continue bringing that to you all so i know that those food trucks are going to be out there that event is going to be happening and i'll tell you more information about that when we hear more information but that is going to be coming up in the next few months just be prepared there will be a lot to to cover (laughs) okay on to the next the next subject and for me this is this is interesting because i have not been to colossal cafe uh the the okay the original location original location was it was on 42nd i believe uh, and it was a small place and so now it is actually going to be changing um, it will now become gosh what is it going to be called and I had the name uh, oh <laughs> it's going to be called the original <laughs> on 42nd will be called the original on 42nd um, and they are going to be opening they said by the end of May so by the end of May they're going to be opening uh, the address will be 18 or 1839 East 42nd Street um, that's in Minneapolis and again little but the what they're going to be serving uh, you know big flavors uh, it's going to have about what 15 seats um, or dining um, the sandwiches different types of sandwiches that are actually going to be available and they said they're going to be at uh, avail at reasonable prices so you know, as we see more and more information about perhaps a menu I'll give you some uh, I'll continue to bring you do follow up and bring you that information as well but um they just said name a few things or items to watch out for a smoked trout sandwich with capers cucumber and radish um, instead of tuna possibly something with lamb um definitely soups and salads are actually going to be available as well and then bread is actually going to be baked daily so all the bread that they are going to be using for their sandwiches is going to be available um you know made by colossal cafe and gosh, I, I'm I have to make my way over there <laughs> just to hopefully get a chance to taste some of this wonderfulness. Roast beef sandwich and then uh, Swiss cheese and horseradish. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's a whole lot of food that's going to be going on over there, but it's going to be new. It's going to be an opening at the end of the month. 
uh, and you know they were the chef that is taking over the space was at uh, the Oxcart Ale House, so he he's probably glad, and I think he mentioned it in an article that. Um, it's a small place and he really likes that fact they could concentrate on the actual food itself um and you know he and his uh, business partner they stated that they are able to concentrate on that rather than the size of the of the space that they're that they're trying to bring people in um, you know, the menu is going to be really catered to simple pleasures, sandwiches, again, soups and salad. Um, but, you know, definitely look out for that. And again, I promise I'll do more follow up and bring you additional information regarding more on the menu. More on the menu. OK, so. Uh, there is a I know it's it's. It, when we have events that say rain or shine, you really hope for the best and hope for the latter to be, uh, you know, the shine. You really want it to be sunny. Uh, I'm hoping that today we'll have that opportunity to have some type of sun sometime. <laughs> and for the event that I'm about to mention, I, you know, for their benefit. I, I do hope that it gets sunny because it is the Twin Cities Burger Battle that is going to be at Harriet Island uh, in St. Paul. Uh, today is May 20th. It's going to be from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Um, you know, it. this is another one of those uh, you must be 21 or older to attend. So, children, we love you, but... Um, you won't be able to come to this one either. So, yeah, maybe not this time. Wait a few years. You'll get there. Uh, but this is the fourth annual Twin Cities Burger Battle. And uh, and again, at Harriet Island, apparently for the second, second year, second consecutive year. So this is going to be based on best local burger joints and restaurants. Um, there is a price tag on there. But that price tag, uh, it includes the ticket and allowing you unlimited burgers and other additional ailed beverages for adults uh, from local restaurants and breweries. Um, you're going to be having the opportunity to enjoy uh, live music uh, and then, you know, casting your vote for people's choice for, you know, best burger in the Twin Cities. Now, not to equate this with Grill Fest because we definitely did something like that at Grill Fest as well, where they had small sliders, either sliders or mini burgers, if you would, that just gave you that opportunity to taste that and see what a restaurant is actually producing, either in-house or maybe something that they've come up with. Well, likewise, uh, this will be uh, a judged um, event where you know there will also be a panel of judges that will actually be voting and crowning that the Twin City Burger Battle champion and champion of 2017. <laughs> so definitely, you know, these events are 
fun. Uh, if you've never been to one, I talk about events often. <laughs> but uh, that's because they just give you a chance to taste a number of different foods uh, in one central location without having to go to restaurant and restaurant, you know, going back and forth across the cities or throughout different areas of the cities. But again, and I, I'm seeing, oh, wow, I'm seeing uh, it looks probably like I think last year they had like my burger. uh Gosh, and that, ooh, see, I, I just noticed Minnesota Beef Council is going to be out there as well. So, <laughs> KDWB is going to be out there. Uh, different uh, food vendors and ale beverage vendors as well. <laughs> so, yes, there's going to be alcoholic beverages there or adult beverages. Adult beverages. Adult. So, but you don't have to have those. You can have water and concentrate specifically on the food. Concentrate on the food. Uh, the 5-8 is going to be there. My Burger, Citizen Supper Club, uh, Oxcart is going to be there. The Nook, uh, uh, 7th Street um, Social is going to be there. So many different. Uh, I'm, I'm just looking on their website, too, to see what is going to be, who is actually going to be out there. Uh, Red Cow. So that's another place. We'll talk about that another time. Cause, and I think I have in the past. But Red Cow. You have to go there. People. If you've not been to Red Cow. Wow. Must go to Red Cow. Anyway. That is an event that is going to be happening. Uh, you know. Today. You know. Tickets are still available. Uh, so that you can. Definitely. You know. Enjoy that. Uh, Black Dog Lower Town. I want to give you guys a shout out. Thank you all so much. Um, yeah. Bronson's is going to be there. Bronson's is a new pub that's over on the uh, east side. Yeah. Burger Battle. <laughs> so people, the winning's choice, the winning restaurants, you know, each guest is going to uh, be given a token. Tokens that are supposed to be used to vote for the favorite burger that you feel is the favorite burger, and then the restaurant with the most tokens at the end of the event is going to be the winner for the people's choice, and they're going to be announcing that on stage, and they would win a trophy again for people's choice, um, and they'll have the opportunity to display that in their restaurant. But then there is the actual bur- burger battle champions. Um, award if you would or trophy that will be given away so there's going to be a panel of judges as I mentioned they're going to have sample sliders from all the different participating restaurants and then they're going to be given uh, they'll be judged on uh, with a number uh, they'll be judged basically uh, throughout a number of categories and then uh, finally when uh, they make that determination you know those judges are going to crown that uh, that champion again. Another announcement that they'll be making, and they will have the rights to have that trophy displayed in their restaurant as the Twin Cities Burger Battle Champion of 2017. So, you know, just think of the different types of creative 
foods that are actually going to be out there. I mean, come on, you know, and the great thing about it is, is that not only, you know, those proceeds and so forth that they are, you know, that they'll be obtaining, it's actually going to also support um, a foundation, the Asana Foundation. Um, Tony Asana, uh, and I, I hope I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, uh, Tony Sane actually is probably a better terminology. He's a St. Paul native and recently retired professional soccer player, and he founded the uh, Sane Foundation in 20, uh, 2003 of, of helping inner city kids. Uh, after playing for 15 years as a professional soccer player, he went to the World Cup, and then moved back to St. Paul in 2009 and just, again, wanted to involve himself in helping and encouraging inner city youths and therefore created the um, Sanea Foundation. Their mission, um, a youth de- again, is being described as a youth development organization that provides life skills um, and programs for at-risk children or inner city children. Um, using soccer as a catalyst to empower children, improve lives, and importantly, unite communities. Um, so, it, it you know behind the actual event, um, there is a, a powerful or, um, foundation or or reasoning for uh, having this event and for it to be continuous for the past uh, what. Uh, Wow, for the past four four years, yes, um, it speaks volumes about someone that uh, wants to help support uh, the interests of children within the inner city, and no matter what area of the Twin Cities, uh, the fact that it is actually happening uh, in St. Paul at Harriet Island, um, again, it's folks bringing more focus to St. Paul. Uh, and just any activities that are going on uh, in this neighborhood. It's a wonderful neighborhood. It really is. And of course, Eastside, come on now. Just like how Minneapolis has Eat Street. Uh, yeah. St. Paul has our Eat Street as well. <laughs> our own. Down pain. <laughs> Eat on pain. Eat on pain. Eat on pain. If I say it multiple times, then you'll eat on pain. <laughs> so, again, Twin Cities Burger Battle is going to be happening, rain or shine, today from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. again at Harriet Island. So, uh, make your way there if you would like to have something to do today and get out the house, even though it is a little bit rainy. Hopefully, hopefully, it's going to pick up and we're going to get that sunshine that we need. It might be a little bit muggy, but that's okay. It's not. I'm not gonna mind. I'm not gonna mind at all. Oh wow! I tell you, so many different things to talk about and, and to share. Once again, if you're interested and have any type of suggestions or comments, tell us if you like the show. Tell me if you like the show. Uh, you can reach me at reach me here at 651-200-3479. Again, uh, call in, make a suggestion or comment. 
uh, feel free to do that. Um, or leave me a you know comment on Facebook page if you have any type of comments or so forth. Um, you can certainly do that. Um, please visit the Ambuji Foodie um, page, and if there's a comment, a question, or anything that you're interested in, let me know, uh, and I will certainly get back to you. Uh, get back to you. I will reply quickly. <laughs> uh, the next thing I want to share, you know, be, I'm, I'm transitioning. I'm still talking about burgers because, you know, in all in every show I'm doing some type of research and I'm using different avenues and different things to make sure that we're bringing interesting food topics and recipes and events uh, in, you know, to you. And as always, I encourage you to do the same and feel free. And I, I welcome it. I really do. Um, Cause this show without um, listeners that enjoy food and talking about said item <laughs> there would be no unbuji foodie <laughs> so i thank you i really do thank you but i want to share a recipe that i found in food and wine magazine yes you know when you when you're a foodie you have cookbooks recipes uh, you are interested in finding out where the next most exciting food item is uh, or I want to share this with other people it's like this was really good or this looks amazing you know photography which I'm going to talk about that you know shortly because I think that's that doesn't get enough talk <laughs> but you know we are in spring right about now yeah yeah i say that kind of hesitantly <laughs> but yes we are in spring <laughs> and you know yes it's almost like honestly some folks they're like okay forget this we need to get through spring and i just want to jump right directly to summer even though with spring with farmers markets being open and or the seasonal farmers markets for spring has now opened Still, there are different vegetables, ingredients, and so forth that may not yet be available. But that does that shouldn't stop you from you know getting together and collecting your different recipes and items uh, that you feel that you want to cook or prepare for the upcoming season, <laughs> which would be summer. I'm I'm just starting early. I'm starting way early. I know we're still in spring, but I just it was exciting. It seemed like a, a fresh uh, recipe or you know something to share. And uh, even then, it, it's even saying that it's like late summer. So yeah, I'm getting I'm getting started <laughs> kind of early. <laughs> um, there it, it's called. Okay, this portion of it is early summer so again with new root vegetables and you know asparagus and and new items coming out just for the season you can still enjoy a really great meal or appetizer and here's one of them uh snap pea snap pea radish salad with herb yogurt and it's 
it's a really simple recipe. I mean, there are a number of, you know, items that you have to probably get. You probably don't have directly in your, your pantry or, you know, if you're interested, you could always go out and get a few of these things. Some of them, you know, you could, you probably do have, but others, no, not so much. Uh, I'll run down the recipe with you, but again, it is the snap pea radish um, salad with herb yogurt. Um, apparently, there is a yogurt called McFadden's uh, that is one that is being used in this recipe. And you could mix it up with herbs such as tarragon, dill, and cilantro, and then uh, put it in, you know, throw in some chopped pickle um, or chopped pickled ramps. So ramp, which, you know, that was one of the items that we were doing for our contest, which I'm not going to jump around. Hopefully you remember that these are, this is also a contest time and I will get to that in just a moment. But. Uh, pickled ramps um, from spring. Ramps being, they're, they're also referred to as wild leeks. And you can find them at your farmer's market right now. Um, they are out, they're in season. So that is one of the reasons why I mentioned that in the contest. <laughs> anyway, the recipe calls for one uh, half cup, excuse me, one and a half cups of whole milk um, yogurt, three scallions, thinly sliced, and scallions, green onions. <laughs> For those that may not be very familiar or thinking, okay, well, scallions, what are you talking about? Anyway, three scallions thinly sliced, one cup of lightly packed mint leaves torn, and meaning that you don't have to cut it. You could just simply use your hands and just get in there and tear them up. One cup of lightly packed uh, basil leaves, again, torn. And packages of basil and even mint. You could buy that probably at your local grocery store for less than $2. Uh, a half a teaspoon of finely grated lemon zest, uh, plus two tablespoons of fresh lemon juice. Uh, a half a teaspoon of crushed red um, red pepper. Uh, and then, of course, kosher salt and black pepper, because you're going to use those to taste. One pound of sugar snap peas. Uh, definitely remove the strings and then half the peas um, on on the bias. So just in the middle. Then 10 radishes, thinly sliced. A quarter cup of extra virgin olive oil. And then two tablespoons of sweet red wine, red wine vinegar, excuse me. And they, I mean, there's a variety of them out there, although they have preferably cats. But, you know, whatever you feel, whatever fits your fancy, you know, again, two tablespoons of red wine vinegar. And then lastly, poppy seeds uh, for sprinkling. And you don't necessarily have to use poppy seeds. You could use uh, also um, uh, sesame, no, sesame, not sesame seed, uh, sunflower seeds. <laughs> there you go. If you'd like a little bit more hearty poppy seeds, um, if you really enjoy. I don't really like the way that it gets in between your teeth, but that's just me. Uh, you could use 
again sunflower seeds chop them up if necessary and make them smaller so, yeah but here's the actual instructions on how to create this snap pea radish salad with herb yogurt so in a mix in a medium bowl you're going to mix the yogurt with the scallions the mint the basil the lemon zest and lemon juice and also the uh, crushed red pepper you're going to season that with salt and black pepper and then in a large bowl you're going to toss the snap peas with the radishes you're going to uh, you know with the olive oil and vinegar and then you're going to season all so that with the salt and pepper again keep in mind that these are salt to taste so don't want to go too much overboard on it but definitely you know that will still give it some flavor and again to what your palate can handle lastly you're then going to spread the herb yogurt in a shallow serving bowl and then you're going to pile on the vegetables on top and then sprinkle with the poppy seeds or uh, sunflower seeds if you'd like whatever seeds you decide or no seeds at all and then you're going to serve it I mean again very simple um it's something very early in the season that you could have and of vegetables that are available that are available uh and you know very it's simple to make i mean there's really hardly aside from what you're going to be doing with the snap peas there really isn't any type of serious cutting or slicing and dicing or whatever well also the scallions but still um these it's not like okay you're going to become julia child and cut never mind i'm not going to do that (laughs) i was going to try to impress be impression of julia child but no (laughs) we won't do that on the air (laughs) anyway that is one uh recipe um again you know snap pea radish um salad with herb um uh, yogurt I am going to make this available or put this available on um, the Unbougie Foodie um, page. So, you know, I really appreciate uh, getting food and wine and finding new recipes in which to to share. Uh, If you have any, again, feel free to give me a call or send me uh, information over either through Facebook um, or by email at theunbougiefoodie at gmail.com and I'll be sure to share that recipe or your suggestions um, on the air so so okay there is still one other that I would like love to share actually and this one again researching always researching that's such as the life of a foodie Um, this one is, I got this one. It was a recipe from out of men's health and, you know, just giving you an opportunity, especially guys. Sometimes guys, you know, they, some guys don't like to cook or they're just like, yeah, I'll just have cereal or I'll just go out or grab something at local, you know, rest stop or fast food place or whatnot. And, but you know, sometimes you could do things at home that are are really simple so here's one that it it really is just you know sausage eggs and garlicky greens (laughs) 
uh, and there's no real name for it. It's just what the ingredients are. And just running down the list of what it is, and it says what you need, is one egg, one teaspoon of olive oil, uh, one small garlic clove minced, a quarter uh, cup of small onions chopped, and actually not a quarter cup, just a quarter so you're going to cut the onion in half and then cut the onion in half again. Uh, cut that half in half. <laughs> so that makes your quarter. Um, so just a quarter of a small onion chopped. Uh, and then a quarter pound of fresh Italian um, chicken sausage. Um, and that's sliced. One cup of chopped broccoli rabe. And I'll, I'll talk about that in just a second too. And then one cup of baby spinach. So you're probably wondering, okay, what is broccoli? Broccoli rob? Yeah, okay. Well, yes, it is very close to that of broccoli. However, um, it it's not really. <laughs> um, it's really closer to a turnip. <laughs> the better way to actually say it really is a leafy green. It's almost like turnip greens or mustard greens, but they're very very small. Um, they're a long, slender vegetable, and um, again, it's referred to as broccoli rabe, uh, or some folks might call it rapini. Very thin stalks and very deep green leaves, uh, and there are small buds um, on there that they look like broccoli florets. And that's where kind of the confusion comes into play, because you're thinking, oh, it's baby broccoli or something. Um you know, it's not. <laughs> uh, but they're sold in grocery stores as well as farmers markets, and mainly you'll find them in farmers markets. Um, and you know, funny thing, it's in the cold months of the winter that you know they really start to that they're thriving. Um, but it, even though you don't want to really eat this raw, you really want to cook this for sure because again, it has a bitter taste. Um, even though it's very earthy, it's very nutty, it has a lot of flavor, but still, um, the flavor, even when when you cook it, you could still get that nuttiness and earthiness from it. But again, it's suggested to cook it. Uh, and it's best either sauteed or even blanched um, because, again, you don't want that bitterness in there. So, yeah, I, you know, I'm going to love to saute stuff. <laughs> Because it has butter. <laughs> Loads of butter. <laughs> Not really. Because <laughs> you you could do it very with less of that. Uh, but all I could think of is having some bacon renderings. Uh, and then sauteing the broccoli rabe. Uh, and then just mixing you know um, some pepper along with that. Yeah, we could talk about broccoli, Rob, and there's a reason why I provided that explanation. So, but continuing on with the recipe, uh, with those ingredients that we talked about you know, that I mentioned, um, you're going to use a small pan and fill it with water to boil because what you're going to be doing is really poaching your egg. Um, so you're going to you know fill that uh, small pan with water and then bring it to a boil. You're going to adjust the heat to medium. 
because you know, when that water reaches a, a specific temperature um, you want it to you want to kind of like lower it or lessen the boil on that because you really don't want to like ruin your poached egg <laughs> um, so you're going to actually do in poaching your egg probably wondering well how do I poach an egg um, you know it, it's really simple um, you could and in this recipe it says that you can either po you poach it or soft boil it poaching is great because uh, you know it's still that healthy version of the egg it's not fully cooked you're still getting all those nutrients and the extra protein and so forth I am not a dietitian nor am I a nutritionist just you know reading up on you know eggs and what how it affects your body and yeah it's 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 good <laughs> um but the poached egg i mean you're simply going to use like put the egg in a mug or some type of dish that you're not plopping it in directly from the eggshell itself or from the actual egg um you want to simply gently uh, place that egg into the that simmering water, and then you're you know as you're swirling the water a little bit very gently, um, the egg white itself starts to firm up, and after about three or four minutes, you're then just you know going to scoop that up with a slotted spoon, let it drain a little bit, and then put it on top of you know in this case um, the sausage egg and garlic greens. Um, but again, you could also do the uh, a soft egg or soft boiled uh, egg as well. Um, and that's about eight minutes for a soft boiled eight to eight to nine minutes actually for a soft boiled. Um, again, you're going to use a slotted spoon and then scoop up the egg and then transfer it to a bowl so that it cools down. Um, and of course, the best way to let that cool is, you know, in an ice bath. So, yeah, two different versions. One, one is the soft boil, and the other is the uh, the poached egg. I like the poached. I like eggs Benedict sometimes. So you know, continuing on though with the recipe, with <laughs> the rest of the in instructions. So, con in a large pan, you're going to you know, a large medium pan, you're going to add oil, the garlic, and the onions, uh, and then you're going to cook until the onions are very translucent. So not very long, maybe about three to five minutes. Uh, you're then going to add the sausage, that chicken sausage. You could probably switch it up and do maybe andouille or some other type. But again, considering the source, trying to eat a bit, taking care of your body <laughs> and being kind to it. <laughs> not that anything else isn't, but, you know, chicken, less, uh, less on you know processing basically because you know beef is a different and other additional sausages are you know preservatives uh, and the process that they take to actually create uh you know the the beef and the sausage or the prepared beef and sausage yeah i, I don't get me wrong you know i love my, my my beef i don't eat it often anyway Again, sausage in the pan with the uh, with the onions and the garlic. Three to five minutes. Then you're gonna uh, that sausage is gonna brown probably within about seven to ten minutes. 
you're going to add the greens and then you're going to cover the pot or cover the pan with whatever that pan it is that you're using you're going to cover that because again remember with that um, broccoli rob you want that to be uh, as soft and tender uh, you want that you don't want to taste that bitterness you still want to retain that um, the flavor that it offers but not as harsh with the bitterness so by cooking that um, and really until the greens start to wilt um, that would take probably about another five, three to five minutes. Um, then you'd be good to go. Um, all you're going to do left is really to place, you know, all of those items on a plate and serve. And it feeds one person. But, you know, you could always, you know, modify that to feed a group of people or two or whatnot. So there you have it. The sausage, egg and garlic greens. And again, as I promised with the other, I will also make this available. Thank uh, Men's Health for that information I could pass on to you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, we are... That is really it. Uh, I want to mention before I go, the Broccoli Rob, that's the third item that we're for the contest so keep in mind that if you are participating and sending in i'm getting a few great recipes already so if you are still interested make sure that you are uh sending in that information to the foodie at gmail.com or just leave me a facebook page this facebook message and i'll make sure to uh get that out there so that you know you participate in the in the contest again third item for the contest again a dinner on the unbuji foodie at the end of the month broccoli rob oh my goodness the hour has flown by so thank you all so much for tuning in as always i, I really appreciate you taking time this morning to join and to listen to these wonderful food um, subjects topics recipes that i'm bringing to you if there's anything that you'd like to share, again, get in contact with me at the Unbuji Foodie on Facebook. Uh, send me a message, um, even through Twitter, through Instagram. Uh, more than happy to discuss uh, more items about food with you and anyone else interested. As I end my show, I want to thank you uh, for uh, this morning. Uh, hope you had that wonderful cup of coffee and you're about to start your day. Uh, as I end the show, uh, as always, I want to encourage you never to let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be. Because really, it is all about the food. Until next week, take care, everyone. <laughs>